drenched in sweat. I'm like, fuck. Are you eating uh, just meat and... Um, fuck, I wish I could just eat in general. Are you eating just meat and vegetables? Nuts and seeds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are you doing constantly very functional movement, executed at high intensity? <laughs> yeah, laying hey. on the floor, laying on the couch, laying back in bed. <laughs> hey, dude. Tripping on two things. Are you t- you own CrossFit Livermore for people who don't know? Yeah, if I'm on, should I turn on my mic? I just didn't want to cough into it because it was gonna sound like shit. No, you could you could do do whatever you want. But hey, David, what's up, dude? Hey, what's up, man? I'm I'm tripping that um can oh oh we don't have three across oh yeah 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 I'm tripping that um. Can can people just pay money to show up at an affiliate gathering and pitch products to affiliates? Hmm. I saw an email today no. and I asked someone about it and they go, dude, it's been like that for a long time. So like, <laughs> like you could just pay. Oh, I hear I hear an echo. Hold on, maybe that's me. Oh shit, Susa's dying. You're a cop, you're not a medic. Uh, breathe. I don't know. <laughs> Drink some water. <laughs> I, as a police officer, I know some fundamental uh, life-saving procedures. Drink water. Yeah. That's all I got. <laughs> Is the echo me? I have my other phone pulled up YouTube. I have the sound down, so I don't think it's me. Well, whatever it is, it's better now. <laughs> okay, cool. Um. Yeah. Oh no, it's there again. Maybe it is your. Maybe it is your phone. Hold up. Okay, thank right. you. Try now. How about? Uh, no, it's still there. It's weird. That is weird. Is it me? No. Oh, no, I, I'm pretty sure it's David. Um, David, did you pause the the video on YouTube? I turned it. <laughs> I got out of it. I turned it. Off. I'm gonna. Oh yeah. So it is him. That's so weird that it's causing that echo. Did you? Maybe it's um. Can you try without your head? Well, let's just go for a little bit. And if it still goes, we'll try without your headphones. Okay. Let me know. And I could always go outside. It might be the office. It's only <coughs> when I talk. Oh. Mm. Hey, if it starts annoying you guys, let me know. We'll, we'll fix it. Yeah. I could, I could always go outside if I need to. Is it, can, can, so I'm hearing that people can just go, like you guys have these affiliate gatherings, right? You guys have these people like who represent, oh, it's bad. It's bad. Maybe, or just take off your earphones. Maybe David. Oh, yeah. It was the headset. Is that better? Yeah, much better. Thank okay, you. Okay, I can hear you guys good, so we're good. Okay, cool. You can hear me. Hey, so, so you have an affiliate, local affiliate representative, right? We, we do. It actually changed recently. Um, I guess they, it, it seems like they cut down and it's like a region instead of having one, they like cut down less affiliate reps than they used to have. So it's someone different. They have a bigger area, I guess, now. And your CrossFit um, Oviedo? Oviedo, yes. Oviedo, what's that mean? It's the city. Okay. <laughs> I'm not sure what it means. And we're, and, uh, we're right next to the University of Central Florida and like Disney, Disney World. We're near there. And who's your affiliate rep or your regional rep? Or? I don't know. It was Shay to- uh, Tozo, but she was recently relieved of that duty. And um, I'm, I was pretty close to her. I don't know who the new rep is. So I heard, not I heard, I saw an email that was like, hey, it, it, I mean, I'll, let me read it to you. This it's it's fucking it's kind of crazy. I can't even believe this is real. Um, it is. Uh, it says, um, 
Happy Friday, my Southeast affiliate owners. Are you looking to add additional revenue stream to your affiliate? Have you ever tried selling supplements and it did not work or are interested in selling supplements to your community? I you actually want... did read that one. I do remember that going by. Not, not really interested. How long has this been going on? <laughs> I think that's the first time I've seen it. To be honest, I mean, those. I know they're a good resource, but for us, I mean, I don't pay attention to too many of those. How how what's crazy too is it says as we're joined by Carrie Hare, that's a dude who used to be our building manager over at um uh, HQ in Santa Cruz. I mean, I worked <clears> with him for over ten years. We we're joined by Carrie Hare from from Momentus. I'm guessing that's a supplement <clears throat> company, which is the nutrition and supplement partner with CrossFit. I so these people pay money to then get access to affiliates to then sell you shit. And our only benefit is if we choose to sell their stuff. And it's not because it makes your community better. It's just to add additional revenue. I'm just tripping on. That's yeah. Do, does Don know that that's a complete shift in the model that Greg programmed you guys to work with like the excellence model? Can't imagine. So. Wow. I wonder what, uh, it sounds like content for Hiller. Yeah. Hey, I'm I'm all for them helping you. I'm all for I'm I'm all for them for finding ways to generate revenue. I, it's just as the sole reason to sell your um, clients shit. Yeah, generate revenue just seems no. off, uh, off the mark. Yeah, I mean, again, like I said, I, I don't know if this could be a negative, but I haven't found a lot of use out of a lot of those emails for those affiliate rep stuff and the gatherings. It's good to meet and know other people in the area, but it's I'm not going to sell something they push to us. The, the implication is is that you should sell anything that makes you money and, and not and not under and yeah that's the implication yeah. I, I wonder if hq has vetted all of the supplements and vets all the people that come in i wonder how they do that I wonder if any of the supplements would pop an athlete positive too i mean they're basically like are they bringing wolves to their own um god it's such it's such a trip yeah it's anyway wild. I, I, uh, I scanned and deleted. Uh, welcome to the show, David Attaway, uh, police officer straight out of high school. Yes. Uh, can you still do that to this day? Yes, you can. Yeah, it's it's well, you have to be 19 where I'm at. So I, it was about eight months after I graduated high school. I turned 19 and I actually applied for Home Depot and law enforcement and Home Depot didn't hire me. So I went with being a police officer. I guess wow, it's a better it, long term. Yeah, and, and probably less crime as a police officer than in a Home Depot. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Dude, how crazy. The crime at Home Depots is crazy. Yeah, yeah. We're, I'm lucky to live in a smaller town, so it's pretty good around here. But it's it's seeing the effect everywhere else is pretty sad. Um, uh, how, how old are you, David? I just turned 39 uh, Wednesday. And you've been a cop for 18 years. Uh, almost 20. Yeah. 19 years. June will be 20. Crazy. And how long have you owned Oviedo? I've owned CrossFit Oviedo. This is our 10th year. And I, I took on a co-owner after two years. So I'm uh, now me and my partner run it. We're in our 10th year. Uh, are you glad you have a partner? Oh, it, it was a blessing. It was, uh, I went through, I herniated the C6 and 7 disc in my neck, <clears throat> went through surgery, was going to quit CrossFit. I opened the gym, just kind of 
jumped into it with five thousand dollars opened an affiliate way over my head as far as business aspect goes but i know i wanted to help people and spread what crossfit was and i was in love with it and uh about a year and a half in he was a 5 a.m guy he's like hey man, you need some help with this and you look stressed out and can i help you with anything i was like eh, yeah you know you wait a month or two and he offered again and i brought him in he started helping and before i knew it i had a partner and we've been grooving since it was a blessing so so you were a cop for basically nine or 10 years. And then mm -hmm. somewhere in there, um, you decided to open a gym. Yes. I went to several other affiliates and I don't think this is egotistical, but I saw the way some of them were running things. And I was like, I think I could do this better. And I think I could do it in a way that Greg would probably like and meant for it to be. <clears throat> and, uh, we all need to make money and it's a business, but I think there's more than just the business with owning a CrossFit affiliate. And so I, I guess I had just enough oomph to try it myself. And I, um, I started in my garage after my surgery. I talked eight of my friends into giving me a thousand bucks each and I built out my garage. So I was, <laughs> and, uh, I was like, Hey, you guys can come from two to five and five to four, you know, four to five in the morning. You just buy this stuff, come anytime you want. That went pretty well. I ended up with like 15 people coming and, uh, I was on Craigslist and saw a, a little, a little 800 square foot warehouse for rent for 500 bucks a month. And I'm like, oh, I could afford that myself. So if worse comes to worse, I just pay it. And uh, now I'm in 4,000 square feet, uh, it's small to medium CrossFit gym. It's anywhere between 70 and 100 members, depending on the time of the month, you know. So, but it's uh, it's, it's been a ride. We've gone ups and downs, but it's been I wouldn't have changed it for anything. Is that your second location or third location home the 800 square feet and then yeah so it's funny uh home then the 800 square foot and then moved across the street in the same area the landlord had some fire coding issues with the building we got we got told we had to be out in 30 days so we went back across the street to the 800 square foot started looking immediately and then found this place and we've actually expanded two bays over since owning it it was originally one bay and then we took the neighbors and then the neighbors left we took that and we're hoping to get the whole building uh once our last group the last uh, neighbor leaves so that'll be a positive for us yeah that's crazy that so it's basically your fifth location it, it, basically like, yeah like you divorced a woman and went back to her <laughs> yeah 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 it was uh it was that was a stressful time and right about after that is when pat came on my co-owner and he's like you need help i was like i do yeah that's it's it and David, how long have you been married? Uh, seven years. And I've got wow. a little four-year-old girl. Yeah, congrats. That's awesome, dude. Oh, it doesn't get any better. That's the only reason I do everything I do and work as many jobs as I do is for those two. So, Hey, I want to I go back to um, high school. When you're in high school, did you want to be a cop? And why did you want to be a cop? No, not at all. I, I wanted to be an NBA star. Uh -huh. <laughs> oh, yeah. How tall, are you? how tall are you? I'm 6'4". Okay. I was tall then, you know. Okay, yeah. And then uh, halfway through high school, I realized I didn't want to play basketball anymore. So I started just doing all the extracurriculars, having fun, played volleyball. How did you realize that? How did you realize that? Why not? Uh, too hard work or girls or lost focus? Do you wish someone would have kept you on track or what happened? No, I, well, so I don't, I, I mean, I had a dad, but he wasn't mm -hmm. in my life. So it was just mom working a bunch of jobs. And it's just, you know, a teenage boy trying to figure out his life. And uh, if I was now if i was then the way i am now i could have been whatever i wanted in the world i just mm. didn't have tell me to and that's not an excuse and i tell i coach a bunch of high school athletes as well not an excuse that's on me but i definitely think if there was a father figure around it would have been a different a different start
you know, but uh, still wouldn't change it. I, I had no idea what I wanted to do in high school. I was I was the guy checking the GPA to see if I'd be eligible for next week's game. So school wasn't really my thing either. I just like to play sports and have fun with friends. And oh, yeah, that's one of the athletes I coach. So this is a high school kid that you are now coaching. She, no, she actually is in college there now. So she went on and got a scholarship to lift at Lindenwood University. Um, and I coached her in high school. Crazy. You yeah. must be so proud. Oh, you have no idea. She's starting her second year now. She's it's one of the most fulfilling jobs is working at the high school. So I'm the school resource deputy of the high school, but I'm also the weightlifting coach. I coach flag football and I'm an assistant athletic director at the school as well. Hey, but, I, I, I know we have like five stories open. Let me keep yeah. drilling down and let me keep drilling down on this one. So yeah. you say that if you knew now, I want to keep going with the high school thing and figure out yeah. what happened for, for kids who, who do get derailed because yeah. it sounds like you uncovered a diamond there. So you're in high school. You cha- you want to be a pro basketball player. You change your mind around your sophomore, junior year. But mm-hmm. you now you're saying if you knew what you knew now, you would have known that you could be anything you wanted to be. What did you eventually figure out? So I really didn't figure out until I got hired at the sheriff's office and I started to get some peers and you know some people i respected and i learned how to be a man there so when you get hired at the sheriff's office i started at the jail so at 19 years old at 150 pounds i was working a max security in a jail six four just as you were a sheet of paper like this yep yeah yeah a noodle if they blew i would fall over so their sneeze would knock me over yeah but working for the police department the sheriff's office is what raised me for for the most part and i had some some other guys and some uh, uh, some bosses that really kind of developed me into who I was and showed me I could be whatever I wanted to be. And one of my partners was a power lifter. And he was like, we're going to start lifting weights. You, you're going to stop. You're going to eat. You're not going to go to the bathroom. And you're going to lift weights. And you're going to get big. And I was like, all right. So I never heard not go to the bathroom. I like that. That's a <laughs> fucking se- secret they said, sauce. They said, cork it, bro. Cork it and eat and lift. I'm like, all right, let's go. <laughs> Hey, did they know? Do you think that they knew that they were mentoring you? Did they? I, I don't think so. Yeah, isn't that amazing? That those are the best mentors. They don't even fucking yep. know, and you're yep. just they're yep. just yep. Um, how they carried themselves, what they said. How did you? How did you? They impart their information onto you. Well, it was one getting me in the weight room for the first time, and then just the way they were. I just watched. I I, I, I like to watch and learn. So, just seeing how they were, how they respected people in a jail. You're, you're working with not necessarily the best clients and they would show respect but they did hard work they did their job they didn't slack on anything and i just kind of followed followed the lead so which i guess is lucky because if you had a different person that didn't do that i'd follow that lead as well so i was very fortunate to have good people in my life that helped me develop into what i am now and it hasn't stopped i started the school 10 years ago and same thing i started learning different aspects of doing your job and being organized and how to run events and how to do things and don't slack and don't complain and call out your biggest thing is I've learned how to call out my friends. If they're slacking, keep mm. the accountability for everybody around me. Mm. So, I mean, if, if your friend won't tell you you're slacking, they're not your friend. So that's a special skill to be able to do that. Oh yeah. I work with someone that does that very well. She will look at you dead in your face and go, you should have been over there. It doesn't matter. You know? So it's just, I've been fortunate in my life to have this family. I moved out my junior year of high school, uh, lived in an apartment. So I've never really had family as an influence in my life after sophomore year. So it's just, I've been very fortunate to find the right people to show me how to be. And, and you know, it's interesting. I'm not sure what Blade's referring to out there. 
Um, but he's saying that could have gone south. Glad he learned from hard chargers. And I guess what he's saying is, is when you're a young man and, and, and you and you're open to being influenced, if you would have yes. met the wrong crowd, you could have been misdirected. Absolutely. Especially in that line of work, you can get the wrong crowd and not the I'm not talking the extreme where they're doing illegal things, but there's lazy and there's not lazy. So, right. Very fortunate. Hard charging for sure. I know Blade knows. So yeah. it, it just I was very fortunate in my life to every every step of life that I went to was a, a good person to learn from. <laughs> That's 150 pounds. So you're you. So when you graduate from high school, how does um being a cop pop on your radar at the same time as a Home Depot job? Uh, so my uncle worked a drug rehab program in the jail locally, and uh, I was working at a Walgreens and uh, put in for Home Depot. And he's like, hey, David, listen, they pay $25,000 a year. You get insurance and you have a retirement. Mm. And then, you know, in 2004, that was. Yeah. Yeah. So I put in for it and found out I was physically capable and i guess i had a, enough of a good person to pass all the polygraphs and everything else and i could pass a drug test and they give me a shot so i feel very fortunate and, and then and then and then you you go to a police academy yes i actually went to two so i went to the corrections academy and then after a year <clears throat> i enjoyed and i met some great people there but i knew patrol was probably where i wanted to be That'll rot your soul, right? Eventually, like you can't if you stay in the prisons forever, um, you, it, it break. It will break you. It can. It depends on who you are. We have some people that have been there for thirty five years and they're still. Wow. I know. Oh yeah, yeah. God, I just can't imagine that being good to be around locked up humans. It's you learn a lot though. Yeah, they're not all bad. No, I, I agree. I agree. I just mean yeah. the idea of locking a human being up is a very um. Yeah. Well, and you're locked up. Yeah. You're yeah. Locked. Right. You're locked. You have your hallway with your people you're over and you have your yes. office sit there for 12 hours. So, yes. Yeah. It's, it's the organization I work for too, from the bottom down is just rock star too. So, you know, if you lead correctly and there's things, but, and our sheriff um, started in the jail too. Okay. So, so the boss has been there, but uh, yes, it was good. So when I decide I want to leave, they have what's called a crossover Academy. So you can go to be a deputy sheriff as well, not just a detention deputy. So I went to two academies. So. And then, so so when you're at the Correctional Institute, do you, do you go to the new academy simultaneously? Yes, I did. I actually so it's would 80 work, hour a week shit. Yeah, I would work six at night till six in the morning, take a nap in the car till eight in the morning and go to class till five and then take a nap in the other parking lot and go back to work. Dang. And, and, and how long was the second academy, the sheriff's academy? Six months. And then so you, you finish that and you become a sheriff for what county? Uh, I'm in Seminole County. And are you still a sheriff there? I am. No shit. You've been with the same group that long. Yeah. So uh, in the state of Florida, I'm sure it's probably the same in California, but we have Florida retirement system. So if you stay in a sheriff's office, you'll be in that FRS. And I always say I'll never be homeless if I retire. Yeah. I'll at least have 60K a year coming my way regardless. So I could always live in a box. Um, and I'm, I got lucky again, like I said before, every step of my life, I was, I was guided. I don't know how, but I was guided and I got the right one. So still there, but I've worked in corrections. I've worked in a courthouse. I've worked on patrol. I now work at a high school. So it's, it's lots of jobs to do. So, so you go from the jail to street patrol and then how does the option for high school pop up and, and why did you take that? Um, well, you actually, you actually go to, when you, you suit up and then go to a high school every morning. Yeah. 
Yep. Oh, it's fantastic. It's it's like the loophole, the secret nobody knows about. I um so actually I I herniated my neck, <clears throat> went down for three months until I could get surgery and all that. How how did you do that again? Uh, several things. One was I was working out on a bench press and I felt something pop, and they said it was like a slight herniation. And six months later, I was being vague. I was on a, a bicycle working and uh, went over the handlebars and finished off the other side. Ah, okay, okay. Doing some stuff. Because you don't normally hear about it up here in our community. You don't usually hear about neck stuff. No. So it had nothing to do with CrossFit. Okay. The, the initial was when I was doing jujitsu. I did jujitsu for 10 years. Okay. And I was doing, you know, normal bro workouts and it's just lots of guillotines and neck cranks. And I think it just kind of went. And then, um, so while I was doing my surgery, I did a proposal to bring CrossFit to my agency because I was sitting in an office all day just doing paperwork. So I put this whole proposal together, um, proposed it and ended up, it went another way, which is cool. You know, no hard feelings. And I'm sitting at, in my hospital bed after my surgery and I'm looking at this proposal. I'm like, well, shit, I could, I could just do it myself. I could do like my own gym. I have, here's the template that I've created. And, uh, that's when I did the garage deal. And then it kind of just escalated into, now I have a gym. So I, I kind of live in the moment my whole life. I, I, I plan, but it's pretty much just where I'm at. And that felt right at the time. So I did it. Those, so, those original investors, are they, are they still members at your gym? Uh, a couple of them are, but not, the, not the original, original, but I, they still talk to me all the time and reach out and tell me congratulations. And I tell them, Hey, anytime you want to come. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. You got a lifetime membership. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing that like basically started with a couple thousand dollars and that's still no debt. Never been in debt. Just keep, I reinvest. I'm going to come back to the high school thing in just a second. I want to ask you a question about your, how did you meet your wife? Uh, at the gym. At, at the CrossFit gym? Yeah. Oh yeah. shit. That's amazing. So she, can you give me more detail? You're, you're training there one day and she walks in and you're like, Hey girl, what's up? You want to take a class? Yeah, there she is. <laughs> yeah, no. So she actually came in with a couple of her friends and she's, uh, she's super introverted. And so she got some friends to come and she was there for, she was there for a couple months and she was dating and I was dating and, um, I don't know what happened, but someone just, Oh, so I was talking to her about, um, <laughs> it was her birthday. And I'm like, what are you doing for your birthday? You going to go have some drinks? She goes, no, I think I'm just going to relax. I'm like, oh, well, I'll just take you somewhere. And uh, she's like, well, yeah, yeah, this was this, you know, guy at the gym. Uh, you know, I don't really know. And uh, I got a message from her on a Sunday. And she goes, hey, stupid. I, uh, I got tickets to Orlando City Soccer. I'm going to pick you up. And I was like, all right. Wow. She picks me up and she tells me she, <laughs> she'll kill me, but. She basically says, when we get there, don't be blocking me if any cute guys are trying to talk to me at the, at the game. Wow. We wow. Pull up, wow. I was like, and she's like, I was joking. I was in you then, you know, she tells me later, but then I was yeah. like, oh, well, damn. All right. <laughs> That's good I, shit. I'm crushed. <laughs> I was like, I guess I'm, uh, all right. I got a, I got, you know, I got a sidekick here. All right. And then, uh, by the end of the night, it was, the rest is history. We never, we have not been away from each other a day since. How so, fun. How cool, dude. Yeah, and we and we got married in three months. No shit. Mm-hmm. It's wow. Lose it, you prove of that? I don't approve of that. That's too soon. <laughs> <You know? laughs> he gave it one of these. Yeah, he's like, uh, well, it's, yeah, I've done things the right way my whole life, and the the norm, and uh, she kind of did too. And once we met each other, we're like, she's. I think one day. What she's did like, her parents say? What did her parents say? They're cool about it. They're, they they're were cool at the three months. I mean, obviously now it's awesome. You guys, I mean, you yeah. blessed the whole, your whole tribe with the daughter, but 
uh, what um if some chick wants to marry my son after three months i'm like dude are you fucking nuts something's wrong with this girl yeah they probably thought we were crazy but they were super supportive but it was just we we got five of our friends we jumped in a car we drove up to nashville we got a, a marriage certificate we got married went down broadway after and just had the time of our lives god you're a big dude man yeah. uh, what, do, what do you weigh now uh between 210 and 220 yeah you are a fucking big man you like being that heavy um so now i'm 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 trying to be a good crossfitter i guess and uh -huh. I'm, I'm hanging around 208 to 210 and gymnastics feels a lot better obviously and my strength is holding on so it, it kind of it depends what i'm doing or what stage i'm at in the year yeah um, um let go back to the high school thing so you so you're a cop for um, nine years and then this or, and this thing pops up like hey you could work at a high school yeah i would just think that you're there just like searching people's lockers and shit no well so our um so this was before the stoneman douglas shooting happened uh, i don't know if you know about that so that was a major major school shooting very very bad lots of people died in florida yeah yeah and um that was before this happened this was back when we had one deputy to every school <clears throat> So I was just working at a high school and the biggest thing our agency pushed is you got to kind of become family with the admin and get to know the people and be in the community. Don't just be the cop there. Yeah. So I took that to heart and that's why I pushed and started coaching and started getting some jobs there. So I'm employed by both. And then, uh, and then Stoneman Douglas happened and we were already ahead of the game. We were already on campus. We added another deputy. There's two of us there. And it's it's way more about developing relationships and being a positive role model than it is just arresting people. Did anyone try to stop you from having the two jobs or like, no, that you can't do that? No, they they loved it because it's oh, what, that's cool. Yeah, that's what they push. I was fortunate. Yeah. So because you actually have to apply for other jobs, like you have to request permission. And uh, so I did for all of them. And they're like, absolutely. So flag maybe. football coach. And, and what'd you call it? School resource counselor. I'm a school resource deputy. That's just the cop of the school. And then uh -huh. I'm a. Uh, assistant athletic director so my boss is overall of athletics and then uh the weightlifting coach as well when, when when i was in high school um as a boy like i i didn't think yeah so like if i just wanted to drink at school i would just bring a bottle of jägermeister or if i just wanted to sell weed i would just bag the weed up and come to school like i didn't think i wasn't like these are the consequences i didn't think this is bad i didn't think and that's just the way boys are. If you don't keep them busy, they they will, especially the entrepreneurs. They're just gonna find. They're gonna want to do what they want to do. I'm I'm guessing that that's just rampant in school. That there's just really talented boys who don't have direction, mm -hmm. and that's and you just see them it, it being expressed in 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 impulse. The stuff we see, I'm like, do you realize you could run a Fortune 500 company if you just weren't an idiot, and I'd like to think we all have a lot of impact on those kids. We try. We're at a very, I'm at a very, very good high school. Like, oh, you are. Yeah. They're yes. They're yeah. And by good, you mean they have both their parents at home. The lots top yeah. scores, great athletics, great staff. So I'm very fortunate. It's not, it's not like gangs running around our schools and such, but even worse than all that is social media. So if you and I, I'm sure if we were in high school, when social media was around, Oh my God. Oh it'd my God. It'd be so bad. And it's, Oh my God. Like, so back in the day, you know, when two boys hate each other, you go fight and then you're, yeah. yeah. Now they fight and then they talk shit about each other every day forever. And it just gets worse and worse. Oh, on social media. Mm -hmm. Can't get away from it. 
that's why there's so many issues with mental health and stuff when it comes to those age groups you can't go home and just be at home and they can't call you on the hard line you know so yeah and you just can't get away from it um what about um uh um people sending nudes uh kids sending nudes i can't imagine giving yeah. kids cameras yeah where you can send pictures around i just can't even fucking like my boys will i would never I, I think it's almost abusive to put that power in a boy's hand as a parent. And it's funny. I always tell boys them, are because of just by nature, what we are. Well, I, I use what you say all the time. when I tell people my like, boys are different. Yeah. Like you said before, girls aren't in the park grabbing guys and pulling them in the bushes. So it's right. Like, and when you give that power and the, the, the immature status, the maturity level is just so zero. Much. I barely have maturity. Now I have to fake it. Yeah. A hundred percent. So, yeah, and that, like you said, that power they get through those phones and the way, and, and kids don't go to school anymore either. So like you have seven periods in a day, the majority of our kids go like three and then they'll have like virtual classes and college classes and OJT off campus shit, everything. Yeah. On and off all day long. So it's like, and I'm like you, my, my, we, we homeschool our daughter and we probably will forever. Yeah. Um, but if you are going to do public school, there was something to having standards that you had to follow. And yeah, like, yeah. Early in the morning and having to stay all day and having to do what you're told. And, and when a substitute's at school, you still went to school and you sat in the class. Now, 500 people will call out because they're subs and we're not doing anything. I'm just going to go home. So there's no like rules anymore. And I would say the small rules matter. The little things, the dress codes, the stuff like that. The dress code. I, uh, there's a high school and a junior high on my street that I drive by every day. Mm -hmm. I, I literally have to avert my eyes. Yeah, it's bad. I I cannot fucking believe what I see. Yeah, it's tough. It's it's uh uh I have a little girl and she'll be at home. <laughs> and, and and if you had a boy, why would you send your boy to work in that environment? Outside I'm not projecting any morals or anything onto it. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying like what's appropriate. I'm just saying that as a boy you have enough trouble focusing. And if the girls are coming dressed to school in bathing suits, yeah. Um do you remember that fad? I don't see it anymore. It was like five or six years ago, but girls' shorts were made to look like lingerie. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck was that? I don't know. And it's, I, I you know, I pray, which we know it's not the deal, but I pray that it's just the parents don't see it, but you know they do. Right. That's, that's the worst part. It's like your parents watched you walk out of the house. Greg Glassman, one time we were talking about dress codes, and I'm like, yeah, dress codes are fucking stupid for kids. And he goes, no, nah, no, nah, let me explain it to you. I go, okay. He goes, kids are going to push back wherever they can. Mm -hmm. They don't care. They just want to push back. Yep. So what you do is you set a dress code and then you make it so the skirts have to be below the knee. And so the whole entire battle is whether the skirt's too high or too low. Yep. You make the, the boys have to wear cords that are black and now they're trying to get away with wearing dark blue. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't have that, the, it, the fight becomes, can you have a revolver or a fucking Glock at school? Yeah, it makes it like set the bar somewhere. They'll still be happy. They can fight with you, but set it somewhere you can control it. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. The foundational rules. It's yeah. Society, the small things matter. Like we just yeah. got speeding. Oh, go for it. Just drive 100 miles an hour. Then they're going to rob a bank. Then they're going to shoot someone. Then they say, you got, you know, it's yeah. we're there. We're there, by the way. I, oh, I, you. Yes, you are. Yes, we're there. <laughs> yeah, we are. I had a I had a talk with Sousa last night and he was like telling me that um 
with the with the massive and he was just telling me that he basically buys the same thing at costco every single like week or month or whatever mm-hmm. and he said basically in a, in a nutshell i said yeah he said uh two months ago it was 150 dollars for this stuff and now it's 231 dollars. and he goes it's crazy inflation yeah and so he's like so basically with the inflation it, the price of everything's going up and he says as the price of stuff goes up the have-nots will start to steal yes and then i said oh that's interesting and then i was like but at the same time that we're not even enforcing stealing he goes correct he goes but hold on i'm like yeah he goes eventually the middle class he well he told me this story he said he was in a fucking nice like safeway or whole foods the other day he says this fucking just normal looking fucking indian guy just walks out with a bag of groceries and steals them and no one stops him he's like it's happening dude he's like the have not start stop start stealing we don't stop them then the then the middle class who's getting pinched by having to deal with inflation eventually is like fuck you i ain't paying either yeah i certainly don't feel like there's a middle class anymore as i think i used to be in it but now yeah I- five jobs and work overtime every day just to do what I was doing before. So, so, so you're, you're a high school, uh, a teacher, uh, you're a cop and you're a, um, a entrepreneur, gym owner. Yeah. Entrepreneur, coach, coach, athletic director. Oh my God. Uh, yeah. And then overtime. And that's just to do what I was doing a year ago, two years ago. Well, let's see, two and a half years ago. <laughs> yeah. And I bet you, David, that you, um, you feel, you, you probably also feel fortunate and thankful. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Look at at least everything I'm doing, I love doing. Yeah. And again, I didn't plan that. It it's just, odd. It's obvious you're thankful for how hard you get to work. Oh yeah. And I'm surrounded by good, good people. And like you know, same for you. The people yeah. make it really easy. Right. Right. Yeah. Um. So eventually, you're you're five years away from kind of having a decision to make. Oh, Six no. years. It's it's set. Five years, seven months, ten days, fourteen hours, something like that. You'll you'll gone. retire from being a police officer. Yes. So there's you can do. Hey, drop dude, you'll be young enough to become a cop somewhere else and get another twenty year pension and do two pensions. So, <laughs> yeah, it couldn't be in FRS though. So <clears throat> my thinking is retire, get a job as a security guard or a. I don't know. We're going to 7-Eleven with medical insurance, supplement it with what I'm already making, run the affiliate. So we'll see. But if you can't you can't give up being able to retire at 44 years old. Right. So with a full retirement. Yeah, that's awesome. And and who knows what other um, opportunities. I mean, there's opportunities around every single corner, right? Oh, yeah. Yep. And coaching is i love coaching i I don't think i see myself leaving the school there's some sort of capacity there i would stay is your does your wife work uh yeah she works on the weekends so she could stay home and watch watch our kid that's Uh, awesome what what'd she do she's a respiratory therapist oh no shit how long has she been doing that did she do that through this fucking weird thing we went through yes yes wow she's over 10 years now wow it, it got a little squirrely here, but obviously, you know, Florida did pretty well through the whole thing. So, yeah. I mean, she's still, yeah, but it's, it's good. It, it, it was interesting, but she was, she's a, she's a savage. She, she pushes through it. Um, what, what's her take on, on, on it? Was she freaked out at the beginning and then, and then she came to her senses or what was her take on it from the beginning, from like December of uh, 2019? We were pretty much just living our life normal and doing whatever doing whatever we, we usually do there was nothing no wasn't her community freaking out yeah i think everybody was but we're pretty sensible yeah 
without yes. saying. And did your did your jobs try to get you to do things that you didn't want to do? No. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, no. Because I because I got friends who are cops who are like they're the only dudes who didn't do it. Yeah. And like it it got weird. Yeah, it got the, weird for them. There's some other counties that had some issues like that, but uh, we were fine. Yeah, it was man. I never. Yeah, the, even, what were you gonna say? I never even got asked. No shit, dude. That's amazing. And we have our governor really covered us too. He, that's he, that's he, the DeSantis dude. Yeah, he supports us really well. So I, you know, everybody has opinions on the next level for him, but uh, I, my last couple of years of living here, <clears throat> because of him, were way way better. Than, where where or, were you born? Uh, in Oviedo. You were okay. Okay, wow. Yeah, born and raised around here. God, that how many people live in Oviedo? Uh, I actually looked at, I knew you were going to ask that. It's right around 40,000. Crazy. But we're right next to Orlando. So, I mean, which is larger. Uh, Fergie show, um, uh, Mr. Attaway is benefit is, uh, are you benefiting from all the people moving to Orlando? I guess I that means your CrossFit gym. Um, yeah. So it's funny. Uh, most of our new clients are from Venezuela. Okay. Yeah. So a large, a large group are from Venezuela. Yeah. And it's cool because they're very like-minded uh, with us, you know, because they don't want that socialism shit. Yeah, they've been through it. They've so been through it. It's some of the best people that I've ever met. And when you talk about hard work and pushing through and not letting bullshit push you around, yeah, I mean, what they've gone through is just hopefully not five years away here, but right. it's been bad. And, and um, uh, they're family oriented. Yes. Oh, yeah. They Yes. 100%. Extended family, the whole thing. They, they they come here, they work. I've had a few work for me and still do. And um, they come, live in a house, try to get the next one over, try to make money to get the next one over until they can get their whole family safe. And they will, it, the status and what we're used to here and what cars we have and what we look like and our, you know, do we have an iPhone or an Android? Them, they're just surviving, getting out of a bad situation and they work hard as hell. There's a guy in Florida that we had on the show. He's the only person that I've ever heard apologize to Greg. Really? And he's an affiliate owner. Did he and I want what? Say it again. Did he opt out or whatever, or put the screen up and say I'm leaving. Yeah, I, I don't know if it was that bad, but but he basically was like he was he was really disappointed in in 2020 when when he he got swept up in it. And I had him on here for the affiliate series. He's an awesome dude, and I was so impressed because there's probably ten thousand people out there that need to apologize. Oh, that need you, to yeah. that need to be like, oh my god, I am a like just straight up, I'm a fucking idiot. I'm so sorry. Yeah, and I, this guy came on my show and fucking apologized. Hey, I, I'm so sorry. I I got Greg's back. Fucking. Good for him. Yeah, I heard yeah. you tell the story the other day. That's yeah, good for him. Who was that guy? And I think he's Venezuelan. He's definitely oh. something South American. Handsome, okay. strong accent. Okay. Wow. I have to look back. I can't remember who that was. I, I feel like I saw that show. I usually I watch most of your shows. Maybe um I'm I'm gonna scroll down. I'm way behind in the comments. Let me see. Um someone will say in the comments. Uh, Jedediah Snelson, uh, do you have any adaptive athletes or am I thinking of another box in that area? I actually don't. I have always thought it'd be really cool, but I've never had one walk through the door. You don't have any dwarfs? No, I, I did have one gentleman who 
I don't, it was like a paralyzed shorter arm and we worked with him for a while. Um, but he and his wife moved, but other than that, no, no dwarfs. Uh, Je Je Oh, this guy, this guy, this guy's a stud. Yeah. Carlos. Oh, from life. Yeah. He, yeah. I still wear that shirt, the blue shirt. Oh, okay. I wonder where that yeah. Is. This dude's cool. Uh, is he, is he Venezuelan? Uh, Carlos Mejias. Oh, what a stud, but basically put his whole life into opening a CrossFit gym. Like, <coughs> you, you know, yeah. That takes those guys. That's yeah. You got to do it right. That's for sure. So, so, so what ends up, so you, you start the gym in your garage, small, probably the way Greg would say to start it. Um, and, and then it grows and grows. And now you're, um, you're a 10 year affiliate and you have a partner and, what would you say is the reason um, you do it the day to day? I mean, obviously a, a lot of, you know, everybody has that selfish factor. You have your place to work out and you love CrossFit, but number mm -hmm. one, is I love to coach people. I love coaching. I don't get to coach as much as I used to because of how much I have to work, but coaching people and then giving everybody else really, it's just giving everybody else the opportunity to have a place that has the same mindset as I do. Um, providing a good place for them to work out positive teaching new things and really just just having a crossfit gym for people um we only have two in the area and um you know for fifty thousand people that's you know we're fine we split but i just love crossfit i love to support it um and another thing i hear a lot where people say the games don't matter for their crossfit gyms or what what the crossfit games does it's funny because here everyone loves the open everybody watches the games it's like espn like nobody cares about football or basketball it's who won Rogue and who won the Open and who won this and who won that. So I, I would, we don't have any like games athletes, but we have lots of people that compete. And so I'm a very competitive guy and it's cool to provide a place for that where they can come. We've got a bunch of masters athletes that go win a bunch of local comps. And it's just, I, I drink the Kool-Aid every day and I hope it never changes. I want to be 75 years old, still doing ring muscle ups. That's the goal. Your gym has a very OG feel to the, um instagram account it's dogs and babies and american flags and um crossfit game stuff yeah that's that's it no boot camps no yoga no and i don't hate on any of that because a business is a business and right i've just i i liken it to my garage still so we get the new equipment we need we just got a new wall rig that roll that rogue rig is new but i i want it to be you know, the OG guys you see, if they ever walked in, I'd want them to go, damn, this place is cool, you know. And uh, so it's good. We like it. It fits our people. Yeah, I'm looking at this picture. I'm looking at this picture I got of uh, the, this. Uh, this was the, as I quickly scrolled through your Instagram, this was like the thing that stood out to me the most, the dog. <laughs> yeah. We had dogs and babies. <laughs> yeah, do dogs and babies. We have a little, a lady brings her little gate and has her, her two-year-old run around in it while she uh, does her wad at four o'clock and then lots of dogs. But that pretty much sums us up there. Hey, did you, um, how did you handle um, the, uh, the were the closures hard on you? How long did you close for? I hate to tell people this, but yeah, no, it was not hard. We had to close for eight weeks. Mm -hmm. um, he shut it down and then DeSantis got it open as quick as he could. And we obviously, we didn't, um, so working in law enforcement in the area where I own my gym, I wasn't going to be the guy that was like, you're going to arrest me before I close, obviously. Sure, sure. But we waited till the last minute. Um, I had all my members come in. Every, I let everybody take a piece of equipment. My gym was completely empty, even the floor mats, aside from the rig. Everybody took equipment home. I did um, Zoom classes a couple days a week 
<clears throat> a couple other my coaches hosted some from their house and I gave them stuff. Um, we got all the PPP loan, PPE, PPP loans to pay all our coaches the whole time and pay our rent. Mm-hmm. So we never fell behind. I think my co-owner would kill me. I don't know this. I want to believe 80% of my members kept paying. They want <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, so we actually put us in a really good place. So when we reopened our gym, we were able to purchase some new equipment. We got a bunch of Echo bikes and stuff. So we were able to, as as kind of a way to thank them. We obviously, my co-owner and I don't take a salary for our gym. We just reinvest and we both wow. have jobs and we, you know, we do our What's thing. he do? What's he do? Uh, he, he's, he, uh, he used to be in the military and now okay. he's a defense contractor. He's in charge okay. of, um, like Apache and helicopter simulators all over the world. So, okay. Yeah, so we we make our own jobs and we we love to do it. And he's the same way, man. He's just all in, loves it. He works 14, 15 hours a week. I try to do, you know, between eight and 10 on what I could do. And we just love to do it. Do you have a full-time head coach? uh, No, actually we don't. So him and I um, both coach. I've got five coaches that go for membership. And then I've got three other kind of main coaches that pick up a, a good chunk of the hours. But it all, I'm very lucky. Everybody's really good and everybody kind of falls into their slots and all the hours get filled. Um, and we've been hosting the L1s lately. So we get these fresh, new, excited people that come in and we, you know, we show them and we show them how we do things and teach them. And then they just grab up hours and they just love to do it, you know. They're like, you don't have to pay us. And we're like, we're paying, relax. So it's just, they're awesome. We have a really good group. Um, how did you get to host an L1? What a cool thing. Yeah. So my co-owner does all that. He, uh, he just applied for it and we want to do more, but so we are old school. We don't have AC, no central air and it is Florida. So we're kind of, we're in that like August to January phase where we're kind of eligible to host it. Um, but he puts in for it and, uh, we've done two. <clears throat> First one was okay. It was, there was some things that, you know, kind of were here and there. And then the second one was much better and it was just, it, mean, it was, when, when you say okay, you mean on your part, you wish you would have done better for HQ, not that they fucked up. Nah, it, 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 I, I guess it was, it wasn't what I remembered. Oh, oh, you uh, sat through it. You sat through it. Uh, I, I in my office, a yeah. little around. I have cameras yeah. there, obviously, and yeah. it was, but it was good. It, it was, it all, it all ended up well. The next one was really good. Um, and it's just, it was cool to be able to, that was probably one of the like peaks of owning a CrossFit gym is getting to share and, let other people come to my gym and learn and get their L one was pretty cool. Um, I don't want to, I don't want to put you on the spot cause I, I know you don't want to badmouth them, but when, when you say, tell me, but you're saying that when you went to your L one magic, magic. Yeah. Matt. Yeah. It was like that for me too. It was like literally magic. It was like, yeah. Holy shit. We, Actually the first 10 I went to, I was just, I couldn't fucking yeah. believe what I was hearing. And I, I did for at my L one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, is so. What didn't you like about? Can you say what was disappointed you? Was it was it not as hype? You don't think they decim, uh, disseminated the um, uh, culture? You you don't like? Has it been watered down? Like what? I wouldn't say that. I think it was more for me. My communication with them. I think the people that went experienced the same. The magic. Okay. Okay. Good. Okay. Good. Yeah. No. Nothing. I mean, I had three members go and they're still smiling and that was a year ago you know so it was still yeah but it was good and then and uh and you know when you host something you're working together so you gotta yeah mold and work together and then uh we got it i think we're pretty set now 
and we want to we put in for everything specialty courses l2s l1s whatever we'll host whatever um it's i don't think people this this doesn't get said enough and um if if i with zero humility matter of fact i don't think i've heard anyone say it besides me but when you have a crossfit gym in your community and an affiliate in your community the repercussions and the ripples from it are immeasurable and it's really it's like when people were donating money um to causes i was like why don't you just give money to your local affiliate yeah. They, they all and people were like why would we do that it's a business what what do you mean you're yeah. it's like tipping the guy first of all they barely make it by like you said you don't take any money you tip the guy if the if you pull up to a hotel and the guy runs over and opens your door mm-hmm. and, and 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 lets your wife out and then the next thing he does is hands <laughs> your kid like a teddy bear or something welcome to the fucking four seasons you're stoked yeah yeah and you tip that guy big why wouldn't you if you have a thousand if you want to raise money why wouldn't you raise money for your local crossfit gym Mm-hmm. Um, instead of your uh, so that they could buy new equipment because what that's going to do is that's going to make everyone in your community healthier and what does that mean less yeah. re- those people are going to require less resources from your community As a matter of fact they're going to become contributors instead of takers it's crazy the power that these gyms have mm-hmm. in terms of everything mindset physicality the way people carry themselves the happiness the lack of the resources they don't take from hospitals just all that shit yep Yep. That, you're not sick. You're not issues. You're not obese. You don't have yeah. no injuries. No, it's just. It's- you're nicer to people. Like if you just leave your CrossFit gym and you just got done doing Fran and you pull up to a fucking uh, Safeway and someone takes your parking spot, you don't give a shit. You're like, no problem. I can't. Yeah. Walk. Yeah. <laughs> you're yeah. you're yeah. high as a fucking kite. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's- you, you go to pull out a shopping cart at the store and someone grabs it ahead of you. You're like, no problem. Go ahead. I mean, huh. you're so confident. You're so in yourself. Yes. And that's the biggest thing I try to tell the high school kids. Confidence. There is no drug better than confidence. There's nothing. Yeah. Yeah. You're, I mean, you basically feel like you're conquering the world in your CrossFit gym, right? The stuff we do is insane. So when you go out, like you said, you go out in the real world, you're like, okay, whatever. That's, I got it. I got confidence. I could do anything. Yeah. So, um, uh, um, uh, Tom, I think this is a question for you. Uh, let me, is Patrick, uh, is this your partner, Patrick? Trevino? Yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. He said, we're the head coaches. He's probably right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's up, Patrick? Hi. Um, uh, I, I think this is Tom. I hope it's a great affiliate, but man, people who do it for free make it impossible for others to make a living doing it. Hmm. Um, well, we, we, I think some don't provide the same service. Like if they discount, if they don't take a pay and they discount everything they do because they don't take a pay, then yes, it could slight, but we give the same service and the same opportunities as everyone else would be my yeah. guess. Well, and you're not doing it for free for we, I think what you're saying, Tom, is this, um, he could shut the doors down and walk away. Yeah. And, and it'd be no sweat off his back, just more free time that he could spend with his daughter. Mm-hmm. But he's still charging his members and his members are subsidizing, keeping the doors open, paying the electricity, the internet, the equipment, the toilet paper, the water machine, all that shit. The, the, the keeping the parking lot clean, um, shit like that. It's not that he's he's not he's not giving it away for free. He's yeah. he's basically the um, he's basically the guy who just collects the money and keeps the lights on. He's doing that for free. I get out what I need from it. 
what it does for me and what, what coaching and, and I work out really hard. Like, uh, you know, you would think I'm trying to be a games athlete as hard as I work out and the crew I work out with. That's my payment. That's, that's what I need. That's my fulfillment. And I can see where he's coming from. I can imagine people probably think like, I don't give a shit factor comes in because I don't get paid. And we never feel that that's, I would be devastated if I had to close this place and didn't make it. And so I scratch for every penny to, to keep it open and do what I got to do. Right. So, but I get what he's saying. I can imagine if you're, you know, someone's gave you a million bucks, you open a gym and you just have it as a toy, a toy shed for yourself and you care. But that's where we work very hard to, to keep it going and doing what we can. Um, are you friends with the other gym? Um, I try to be. Yeah. But it, it's kind of different. I don't know how it is around there, but there's, People get, I don't know, they get territorial here. Sure. Like, I'm really close with the guys that are 45 minutes away. Like, you know, I've competed with a bunch of them. Um, I'm, if they were watching here, they'd, they'd probably comment and say some nice things. But, the, you know, I try. I, I have no hard feelings for anyone. I've gone to one of them. I went there as an affiliate. Um, and I left and was gone. And I've... I don't, we don't do any really advertising. We did Groupon a little bit and, you know, we post things here and there, but it's all just very, just, they just flow in, they come, people tell other people about it. We don't go hunting members. So, but nah, it's, it's very territorial around here. Um, Are you the only two coaches, you and Patrick? No, no, no. L1s. Uh, we're L2s and we've got, uh, we've got nine coaches that go, that oh. are, and then uh, a lot of them do it. For, some of them trade membership for coaching, and we pay a few. But, yeah, we've got a lot of coaches. Oh, okay. So people are getting paid to coach there. Yes, yes. No, yeah. I have, okay. Have, uh, three or four we pay. Okay. Others that trade for membership. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that helps out a lot. And we work, we work a good amount. I had someone tell me yesterday. God, what was the story? There was a coach there. And do you do you like your coaches? Will you talk to your coaches if they're being um uh uh, uh as Taylor self says slapdicks if they're fucking off? Will you talk to them? Yeah, hey, dude, you can't be sitting on a box on your phone. Like, get up there and yeah. coach some shit. So I like to approach it kind of like a bride. Like you know, if if you're coaching a class and someone's doing something wrong, you explain the right way to do it. That'll fix them, but everybody else can hear it. I try to yeah. start that way. And then, yeah, I'll talk to them and say, hey, dude, you got to make sure you lock the door. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The younger ones. So I've had um, two people I coached in high school that now have coached for me. I'll tell them, hey, get off your phone and go talk. Like, let's go. Yeah. And it's not not to be mean. I'm trying to teach them. To of be course. Cool. Of course. 100 percent. Like I said before, if your friends don't tell you you're doing wrong, then you don't have friends. No, no one's paying for a membership somewhere so that you can be on your phone. Yeah. No. Yeah. No bueno. Unless it's taking a clip for social media for the gym. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Um, do you do you ever think um, that you would – do you ever think when your affiliate fees are due that you, you want to stop paying them? Is, is, or is it easy to pay them? Financially, it can make it hard sometimes. But um, it hasn't yet. We definitely you mean because you're running it, you're breaking even, and then all of a sudden a $3,000 bill comes in? Yeah, and then you know, hearing that it's going to go up, and and like you, I mean, I watch else shows. And yeah, like you guys point out, it's not exactly the same. Um, however, even with Greg and Dave and you guys all running the show, I ran the affiliate the same way as I, you know, it didn't really affect me when you guys left. It just bummed me out because I'm a fan. Yeah, um, and I've never gotten anything from headquarters. They've never like helped me pay a bill. 
They've never sent me a member ever. So I'd have a really hard time. It's amazing what the word CrossFit means. You know what I mean? Like I'd have a hard time taking that off and rebranding. But, you know, I'm not going to lie. We talk about it every year. You know, we, we do our finances and we, we assess and we see what we can do better and what we what, you know, where we're at financially. But it, it would it would it would be a cold day in hell before we changed our name. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, I wonder what you think about this. So this is they hired this guy, this new affiliate director, right? Oh, yeah. And and before they had this big, beautiful fucking black dude as the affiliate director mm-hmm. who was like, a, a, you know, 10 year CrossFitter, right? Strong mm-hmm. smile, went to CrossFit gyms, Gary Gaines. Uh, uh, when I think and, and then they had Austin Maliolo as the interim uh, affiliate <laughs> director. When yeah. I think of the affiliate director from where I from where I stand, the affiliate director should just is just a cashier. What they do is that they go out into the community and they collect all the money from everyone and they bring it back to the mothership. And that's what they do. And they do it with a smile on their face. Oh, you're a little late. Oh, your gym closed or you need help changing your name. And it should be, but the, but, but this guy, Gary to me was like the ideal affiliate director, mm-hmm. big, beautiful, strong. And he made you feel confident. Like 100%. while you're, while you're working here, he's, he's got it. Mm-hmm. And he and he and he drinks the Kool Aid, and maybe he every weekend he goes to a different gym and works out around the country. You give yeah. him like four weekends off, mm-hmm. and that's it. That's all he does. So you feel so you feel like there's some like fucking stud, right? Yeah, uh, representing us. But who actually should be representing the affiliates and taking care of them is the media team and the CEO's office, mm-hmm. and the CEO's office is like imparting the vision and just keeps reiterating the message that Greg Glad the philosophy. Yeah. And the media goes and visits these gym and shows examples of it. Yes. But the yep. affiliate director should just be a cashier. Like, yep. like, just like, like, th- th- thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your money. Your, yeah. Yep. Here's your receipt. Thank you. And smiles. It makes you feel like, mm-hmm. like, like it's, it's a well-dressed con. Like I like this Gary dude just because yeah. he's a stud. Like I want to yeah. give my money to a stud. hundred percent. Yeah. They're not bringing me members or. Giving no, me- no. They're taking my money. No, the, the the media team in the CEO's office is going to provide, and then and then the and then the and then the L one team in the games are also going to um, uh, provide stuff too, content yeah. that's going to um, that the media team can then go out and get, and then yeah, and, and then being an affiliate, you get like cool perks, like you get to purchase games tickets first. But other than that, you you're part of a fucking club, like you said, you yeah. have to pry this name out of my fucking cold dead hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, it seems so simple. It, it, the media team would be the biggest impact, I think, <clears throat> that would help. Because, you know, as far as it comes from me, the only thing that I've ever gotten from being an affiliate other than the name is regionals a few years ago. I got an affiliate, like, owner tent I got to go hang out in one time, a lounge. But aside from that, aside from that, other than the name bringing people in, headquarters really hasn't affected anything on my gym that I'm aware of. Yeah. Things I miss. But it would be nice, you know, so I go to work. And I hear people once a year when the games are on TV, hey, don't you do that CrossFit thing? Isn't that, you know, but aside from that, no one even knows what CrossFit is. There's no commercials. There's not a big social media presence. There's no YouTube. There's no Instagram really worth anything. And it's like, so we're used to being on our own. We just feel like, it almost feels like Greg made something amazing. He taught it to us. We pay for the name and we've run with it. Yeah. On our own for the most part. So, um, Uh 
Yeah. I, I like the fact of it too, of it like being on YouTube and social media as opposed to like some people are like, we need a commercial for the Super Bowl. I'm like, fuck that. I like this kind of whole, even though we're massive, this underground feel to us too. Like, hey, we know we do shit that like all the other people in Starbucks can't do. Well, and the commercials are dead. Let's be real. Social media is everything. Yeah. So that's where that's where everything because that's all anybody looks at anymore. Social media. I don't watch the news. I just open Facebook. Oh, wow. There's a bombing yesterday. OK, cool. You know, so I, um, uh, I, I saw on yesterday on Facebook. Um, who's the kid? He used to be a games athlete. He's probably not even a kid anymore. He has a gym in Washington. Cody. He was on the show. Is that Cody Mooney? No. Oh, oh, he he's that's a cool dude too. But that's from yeah. the northeast. Oh, I know what you're talking about the little guy, gymnastics, but he's strong as hell. Yeah, the other day I just fucking I saw he deadlifted 510 pounds I think on he Instagram. 400 clean, and he weighs like 160 pounds or something like that. Yeah, like that. That's but, all. I, that's all I want. Yeah, yeah. Look at him deadlifting five. This is all I want to see. Yeah, <laughs> this is it. This is like fuck you. We CrossFit. Like here's our guy. Look at him. Yeah. He's tiny and he's huge. Yeah. Like that should be reposted, I would imagine, but <clears throat> yeah, that that's um Cody Anderson. Yeah, what yeah. a stud. Oh, uh, he was fun to watch. He won, yeah, he won the uh one of the muscle up biathlons or something at the games, and he was always fun to watch. Uh so 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 you're so you there's you you the the you like being in the club. It's like I feel like that's um yeah. You like being in the club. You like the name. You, you don't want to see the price raised. I would prefer not. <laughs> right. And, and and if they did raise, would you be okay if they raised the price, but they grandfathered you in? Um. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. I listened to a lot of stuff from Greg, and the reason why he kept it so low was a reason. He wanted that low barrier to entry, and basically everybody has a chance to play. But I mean, if if I'm just worried about myself, I guess yeah, that's fine. And and they have I, I believe they have I, I didn't even feel if he's get up to five thousand or something at one point. Are they Sousa? Uh, Sousa shaking his head no. But there <laughs> keeps being rumblings. So supposedly they were going to raise him a couple months ago. Oh, uh, Sousa saying four thousand. He's got four up. Okay. Yeah. And, and I'm yeah. <clears throat> Is that what they are now, Sousa? They're four thousand. If I want to open a gym, they're three thousand. Okay. So there's rumblings of four thousand. Okay. And then supposedly because of some whatever the mishap was with the coons now they've pushed it off till january yeah that was kind of weird yeah no. it, it really was that really was weird well and it's funny if it wasn't for your show or hiller i don't think anybody would have known about it right well do they have a new media director that no one knows about i yeah. would I, I see nothing about crossfit aside from your show and hiller and coffee pods and wads and i think that's it that's all that's all I need. My members watch. That's all. That's that's where we get our media, CrossFit media from. You understand when Pedro talks? Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> he's hilarious. Dude, he's <laughs> uh, CrossFit update show this morning, making sure I didn't miss anything. Uh, he he he's uh, he's fantastic. You ever think about opening a second gym, David? Uh, no. I think if I ever opened something more, it would be a, another smaller kind of competitor style gym. Um, mm, mm. Yeah, I really like competing, and I and I like. Does that even exist? Do, does does that exist? Uh, I don't think so. A lot of the gyms in my area is just one big gym. We're very fortunate. We have like a big bay, and then you go through a doorway, and I have another smaller bay. And we generally the competitors will kind of go over there and do open gym, or I have weightlifters that will go do their weightlifting over there. But nothing in this area that I know of. But 
and, and again, I'm not going to be brute strength, but I'd like to have another like maybe 800 square feet with like three of everything and just have like, hey, if you want to go hard and follow the programming, here's your spot, you know, because um, you never want it to take away from your affiliate either. But that, that's probably what I'd be interested in <clears throat> or like a, you know, a pseudo weightlifting CrossFit gym so I could push my team there over the summers and stuff. Um, have you ever been to IMG, the academy down there? Uh, only to work at game and to see the outside. They're like seven turf fields and they're, it's amazing. It's you, you mean that you went there like as a, as a, as security? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It, it, it was, we had a lacrosse team go play there. So I went and watched and hung out and it, they have like a turf practice field and then their football field and then their lacrosse main field. And it's, it's an incredible facility. I, I think you guys have a lot of stuff like that there though, don't you? In California? Yeah. Yeah, I, I get. I guess I I went to IMG in Florida once, and it was crazy impressive. I mean, it's basically it's it's like a fucking national park with a bunch of athletic shit going on there. Yeah, and the guys they get there, they have like a four hundred fifty pound like guy from Samoan guy who's like sixteen and can run like a four five or some crazy thing like that. The athletes they get there are incredible. Yeah, everyone's been through there from the Kobe's to the Serena's, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder how, how do you know? This is kind of a weird question to ask you, but how how does someone how do these training camps like how does Matt Torres make his money? I have no idea. I would be interested to see. I don't know if. Does he get a cut of what they pull in? Or I, I assume the athletes don't pay him, but I have no idea. I always watch, hoping I hear from you guys. So so let's say he has 10 games athletes and they each pay him $1,000 a month. So that would be, um, that would only be $120,000. Like how, that that you, that doesn't, that, I don't know how he does that. Especially where he was living. There's no way. The, the cost of living there is insane in Naples. Yeah, he couldn't even, that wouldn't cover the uh, cost of the gym. I mean, his apartment alone had to have been three, four thousand dollars a month. Like, it's it's incredible there. I don't yeah. know. I wonder if he gets his own sponsors. I don't know. Maybe his, his brute has sponsors. I yeah, don't know. Brute, brute brought to you by Philip Morris, and they yeah. and they and they're like, yeah. I don't know. Do you know how they do it, Souza? Do you know how camps do it? So, so it makes sense, right? What what Fraser's doing, right? Because he's put he's selling podium. Yeah. So you run a camp, and it's subsidized by. And he has his memberships for his different levels. Oh, right, 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 right. Of course. Yeah. So that's right. So that's all subsidized by that's even smarter. Yeah. His programming yeah. and his supplements. It's almost a virtual gym for him, basically. But I'm trying to think. I guess Brute sells programming too. Cause John Young does their programming. Oh, okay. So that so that must subsidize it too. Yeah. I'm really impressed with Matt Torres. Are you impressed with him? Yeah, I think it's pretty cool. He's he's I, I'm curious to see what this next step is. I, I, you guys probably have more some some more insight, but from outside looking in, I don't really know who's there. I, or... Honestly, I didn't understand it at all. He says he's rebranding. I didn't even know that you had to brand training. I, I thought like just people came out and if they were good, we liked you, and if you sucked, we yeah. My assumption is branding it means you lost something that was a major part of your company. Like if you if you are branding, if you're rebranding, oh rebranding. Like if I lost my partner and he took half the gym and, and I would rebrand with my own, you know, so I don't know. I, again, I don't know. I'm not there. Well, I, well, the, the listeners bought me this. Mm -hmm. And so that I kind of rebranded. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just it, branded. He's, he's got a, he's got a, a good bunch of athletes. It, it definitely matters what happens and who's still there and who's you know, five complete weirdos. All yeah. of the games, Fisa Goffey, Emma Carey, Dallin Pepper, James Sprague and Daniel Brandon, what a – and then the, the kid, Nate Ackerman, they got – it's like weirdo centro down there, and uh -huh. he did it. I mean, 
James Sprague is a giant. Giants don't go to the games. Yeah, I actually reached out to him to talk to him a while ago, and he said he would. Um, but yeah, for yeah. your for your podcast, yeah, 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 he's great. Yeah, get him on. You'll love him. He's dope. Yeah, I I, I love doing it. We did a couple episodes, and it just life got kind of crazy. And then he said we'd reach out after the games, but he seemed like a good dude, and he's cool. Uh, Emma Carey's not there anymore, though, right? No, she went up to um, Mayhem, right? Yeah, yeah. It sounds like she went with her her boss too, her coach. Yeah, yeah. maybe that's part of the rebrand. I don't know. Um, tell me about your podcast. Um, it's just, I, I started initially, I was going to start it to kind of introduce all the coaches and locally, it was like a meant for like a local, a local deal and for my gym only. And, um, I had a couple of members, a few members come on and it was like, I'm fortunate. One of my members is a hall of famer for softball at Mississippi state. So I got to talk to her about her story. Um, another one of my members is from Venezuela and like escaped Venezuela and came and had a really cool story and she's been kidnapped and basically walked on the UCS campus just trying to, yeah, that's her. She walked on UCS campus said, I want to go to UCF. I'm from Venezuela. I had a, I had a master's degree there. I was an engineer. I want to start here. And she met a professor who sponsored her and now she's an engineer here. It's just an incredible story. She Holy was, shit, dude. Her, Dad was kidnapped. She was kidnapped, held for ransom, just incredible stories. And so I was just fortunate to get to, to get to talk to them. And then, uh, but yeah, she's, that's an incredible human. That, that story was, was cool. Um, are, are you going to keep doing it? It's a lot of work. Yeah, that's the goal. Um, it, it, so it's I got, not a lot of work. It's just a, it's a, it's a, it, it, it's just a significant amount of time. Every, I, I love to talk to people. Um, and getting the, you know, getting who uh, some of my coaches were a little scared to get on and do it. So my original plan with them kind of fell through. Um, but I had, I had some few people lined up. I was going to talk to, and I just all uh, work got really crazy. No excuses. Got laryngitis, got all this other BS, but I I'm going to get back on it. I really enjoy it. I just like to talk to people, show people their story. Nobody would know about her if, you know, if I couldn't talk to her and a thousand people or whatever saw it on, on YouTube. So I thought that was kind of cool, but I dig it. And, and hey, that's one of those things. Really, that got a thousand views. I think it got more than that, actually. It did. Ima Imagine the inspiration she is to G Venezuelan people who saw it. Oh man, and and it's funny because after she came on, a few of them reached out and thanked me, and they basically all have the same, same similar stories, and it's wild. Like if you ever want to talk to us, I'm like absolutely, like absolutely. So it's, it's been cool. It's it's good. It, it I'm gonna keep going. And my, my co-owner is the one that talked me into doing it. He's like, you should do a podcast. I'm like, you're crazy. Um, so, yeah. Um, uh, I, uh, I had Jolie, Jolie Gentry on here, and then, and then one of my friends who's a, a, a local cop was telling me that that's basically – I think that's basically the job of being a cop that no one ever talks about. You really it's, – it's, it's all talking. It's what? all getting to know people. That's okay. like the, the, the foundation of the job. Well, it'll save, it saves your life. Explain. Oh, I mean, there's been, I mean, especially working in a jail, I've had a, a bunch of situations where I had to talk my way out of situations where you end up and there's five people there that might not like you much and so you can fight your way to talk, fight your way out or talk your way out and talking is the safest way and, and going to domestics and going to, you know, the crazy stuff you hear about and you talk them down and get them hugging each other by the end of it or at least get them in the handcuffs safely. So, but there's nothing more important at all. Be physically ready, but if you can't talk, you're just you're not going to make it. Is there are there any stories in the jail that you could share where you were in a weird position? 
in five years, have me back on. <laughs> okay. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> oh, Jail is a horrible place, huh? To be in? Uh, yeah. I can't think of anything I would want less. And, yeah. And, and you know, these days you can't get away with it being a bad conditions. It's a wonderful conditions and they take care of them and they're fed, but just being in jail, I, I couldn't imagine. I, I don't know, man. I've seen some videos of like these jails in Florida. Yeah. Where there's like a hundred dudes in one room. Well, yeah, that's jail. It's a big open like living room. It old. looks, it looks so scary. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> like your just head would always be on a swivel. hundred percent. Yeah. It's, and everybody has their role there. So you find your role and you hope it's good. Um, uh, wad zombie. Uh, I can almost guess how she votes in our elections after seeing how Venezuela is. Yeah. Bring in the Venezuelans. Please. Every person I've ever met from there is very in line with us. So, I mean, they even they even talked about they they started tearing down their statues and their their memorials and their history was one of the levels that they did. And then when we started doing that a couple of years ago, I was like, oh, wow. It, yeah, it, it's 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 crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's if you read about it, and I'm sure you have. It's it's scary. It's almost like a, we need to read their history to make sure we don't end up in the same way. Dude, you, you know what I was tripping on the other day? Um, th- this is way off subject, but there are there are 464 million Arabs. Really? There's, there's 1.8 million Muslims. There's 15 million Jews. Oh, wow. Leave them the fuck alone. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, all the stuff going on over there right now. Leave them the fuck alone. Just leave. There's only, there's only, there's probably only 6 million in that country. Leave them fucking alone. Yeah. There's 2 billion of you combined between the Muslims and the Arabs. Leave them fuck. There's 15 million. Yeah. That's how many Mormons there are. Yeah. <laughs> like leave them fucking alone. It's, it's crazy. It's hard to understand really what's going over there. You know, there's so many things from different sides and there's, yeah. you know, in my simpleton mind, I'm like, can we just pull back and like sure up our country? Oh, that, that too. That, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. We need to do. Yeah. So, you know, can we pull the aircraft carrier into the Gulf of Mexico? Yeah. Yeah. I keep seeing, you know, the different fire on the border. Yeah. There's like naval, you know, different companies and aircraft carriers and soldiers and Marines and landing over there. I'm like, Hey guys, can you guys hit Texas first? So it's, you know, it's, uh, you know, what could happen here? Uh, David, we, uh, your cute ass will do fine in jail seven. All right. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate you having, um, I can be good. Appreciate you, you having running, my back running the show in there. You'd have a poker game in your cell. <laughs> good, good. Something I, I needed you something to keep, keep me busy. Yeah. Uh, so um, no, 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 no second gym. Uh, r- really, really f- f- focused on this one. Uh, what about pursuing a more um, like a, like a level three or level four? Interest you at all? Yeah, absolutely. And um, how come? Why? Like, to, whenever I hear about, it, I'm like, why would anyone want to do that? Isn't I'm, it enough? Like, you you love coaching. You're good at what you do. Yeah, 
I mean, it might be as simple as like if you're doing jujitsu, right? Do you just stop at blue belt or do you try for the next one? Right. Okay. Okay. I keep it very simple in my head. Both my coach, my coach and I, or owner and I, um, we're both L2s and we're like, why do we keep renewing this? Let's just try to take the test, you know? So we'll give it a shot. Is, am I too far from my mic, Sousa? Is that, are you signaling me? No. Oh, oh, you're coughing. You're coughing. Okay. <laughs> hey, what, did, what would you say to someone who wants to open a gym? Uh, good luck. And if you don't have passion, don't. Mm. If, if it's really financial and you think it's just going to be, you want to do it to make a living, you're going to make money and, it's a business decision. Don't. Do you think what percentage gyms do you think make money? You think half of them make money? I I wouldn't guess that. I know there's some huge gyms and major backing and had a big head start, but um, I don't think if you start from the ground up. I mean, I, I think five years is a good spot to where you're making some good money, uh, hopefully. And if if not, it depends how you push. But you have to have the passion. What would you What would you do if you if you and Patrick wanted to start making money? Would you is the only option to get more members? Probably, yeah, yeah. And we would we're getting close to filling here too. We'd probably have to get a bigger place. Um, but in our area, the real estate boom is insane. So for us to get a bigger place, we would have to get some. We'd have to bring someone in, get some financial backing, and we're just not interested in that. We love our community, what we have. And, and when you say there's a boon, is that uh, California? Why, why is there? Is that all the Californians are coming? <laughs> I don't know what the heck it is, but it's getting expensive. Yeah, like so, we bought our town home uh, four years ago, and it was two hundred thousand dollars, and it just appraised for three sixty. So it's doubled. Yeah, more. Yeah, or yeah, yeah, a little over. Yeah, it's bad. It's a lot. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, you're stoked, right? That's good. Yeah, but what good does it do? You know, if I want to upgrade my house and get my family into some property, I could sell it, but I can't afford where I want to move. So, an so, apartment, so, two, three thousand dollars a month. Right. So everything went up. Yeah. I, I, I'm trying to figure. out, uh, Do you think that the people have you have? Did you ever meet Greg? No, I haven't. You never. You never met him. No. No. Have you ever met any of the new leadership? No, I haven't. No, oh, nobody comes down here. <laughs> yeah, dude, too far away. Yeah, no, nah, nobody, nobody gets over here. I um, no. Nah. Um, Matt, um, Matt Schindeldecker says eighty percent of the CrossFit affiliates profit less than thirty thousand dollars a year. I could see that. Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, I'm I'm really excited on November thirteenth. Chris Cooper's coming on. Do you know who that is? The two brain business guy. Yeah, he's a rock star. Yeah. Do you ever use any uh, any of his services? I haven't. We've kind of just done it our way, but uh -huh. I mean, that's something we look into. We just we pride ourselves in kind of doing it our way. I don't know if that's stubborn or stupid, but that's just kind of how we've always we've done it. Our our members need to have what they need, <clears throat> and we're happy with what we have. So it's, when we retire, when I retire, maybe maybe we'll make a big push for that. But I just I love the community we have, and I love what we have. I like coming here in the morning. I get up at 3.45, I'm here at 4.15, I work out for two hours, coach, go to school, go home. See you don't drink? No. No, me and my wife, if we go out, you know, or once every six months we get to go out, you know, we might have a drink here or there, but generally not. It, it, it doesn't pay dividends at 4 o'clock in the morning when you're trying right. to get our bell. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anyone who gets up at four drinks. No, no. Yeah, crazy. Or, or probably who's working three jobs. Yeah. No, you can. I just don't. I mean, you, you never would recover. 
in, in um you, you know in 2008 2009 this the crossfit thing really exploded and the economy was in a fucking really bad spot and so uh, yeah. i i always thought that you know some of the reasons why is that people weren't working they got to pursue their dreams as maybe being a trainer they took their l1 um there was a lot of fucking commercial property uh, available for people to move into places all that stuff right it was just a, a colliding of perfect scenarios for crossfit to explode yeah. and and we're kind of in that situation now where um, society's kind of in upheaval and there's all this economic turmoil. But I don't ever remember inflation being like this. And well, I guess it was the last time, right? I don't even remember. 2006, at least in Florida, the housing market crashed and we had like a 60% short sale rate or, or foreclosure rate here. But do you remember inflation? Do you remember ever food or, or items like skyrocketing in price like this? Oh, no. Other than gas, but that doesn't count. You know how the gas is. But yeah, no, I right. don't. This is, it's incredible. Uh, the, our food bill went from 200 to 500 a month. It's Yours did. Okay. Yeah. All right. A week, weekly. That's yeah, incredible. So I, 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 I'm, I'm key, I keep wondering what's going to happen to CrossFit. Like, if, is it going to flourish during this like it did in 2008? A nine, or uh, is is something different now, and it's not going to flourish. I think it'll survive. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like I, I, I don't, I, I can't foresee a time where we're not going to have CrossFit as part of our society. I right. Don't know part it'll play. I don't know if it'll be like an American Ninja Warrior niche market or what, but I, I don't see it going away. What about this? I think of CrossFit as a. And these are my words. These aren't Greg's words. I've asked him about this before, and I don't think he saw it this way. But I think of it as a libertarian, personal accountability, personal uh, responsibility, lifestyle movement, meaning it brings people together who who um, have certain values of regarding personal responsibility and personal accountability, and that this lifestyle is uh, um, ideal for that. Right. Yeah. And I don't think that the current. I don't think it lives in any other way because it's so hard. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think like I don't think dipshits pick it up. Right. And no. so you can't sell it to dipshits like 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 you can sell cigarettes to dipshits. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like all day long. Right. And, and just fucking make a killing. You can't sell CrossFit to, to dipshits. And so um, I, but I don't think the owners know that. So part of yeah. me thinks that the that they have to like, this is gonna sound fucking nuts here. I think they have to give it back to Greg. I, I think maybe I think maybe they have to pay him to take it back. Would he? Like, hey, here's fifty million dollars. Please take it from us. Your fucking wife's crazy. Here, sorry we met. Sorry we fucked your wife. Here, you can have her back. I don't want her back. I'll give you fifty million. Okay, I'll take her back. I mean, it feels like that. I mean, like they got they got a problem on their hand. It's not this Andrew Hillard guy's not helping. He's fucking like every time they try to pull their skirt down over their feet, he lifts their skirt up and ties it up over their head. Like, look, it's got a dick. That's accountability, I guess, right? He's holding. Yeah, they weren't prepared for the community. They weren't prepared for any of this. No, I don't know how anyone could be. Right? Yeah, it's unless uh, they just want to cut. Unless, uh, I guess there is another way you could turn this thing into curves, but you'd have to cut off like a fucking. You'd have to cut off the head of the snake. You would lose everybody, I think. Yeah, I think so too. 
it's you know in, in do you a way- see what i'm saying or do you think i'm crazy i think we have like a situation on our hands it's, i don't think it's bad i think it's fun i mean from my perspective it's fun to watch but i think we got a problem on our hands like a not a problem a situation escalating I, situation both ways like 90 uh, percent of my my member base never had done crossfit before before they walked in the door they didn't come for crossfit they came because oh you can get fit here and look good in your bathing suit yeah so, I don't rely a lot, like you said, on headquarters or on the games page or CrossFit's Instagram page. We rely nothing on that. They've, I've never had anybody go, oh, I, you know, maybe five or six people. Oh, I Google CrossFit and found you. It was just I looked for a gym and you popped up on social media or, or it was in one of the city affiliate, you know, Facebook pages. And they were asking, well, I need to find a good gym. And people spoke up about it. Um, but and it's also it's like a sport for adults. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of our members all played sports and they're very competitive people. And what else can you be competitive in? Because, you know, beer league, soccer, beer league, basketball or, or softball only fulfills so much. Right. You can be the main attraction on a local competition in a we, we have one going on now that's in the same place the semifinals was in Orange County in, in you know, in Orlando. It's what what else can offer that? So I guess there's both sides. There's the fitness and healthy and, and then yeah that want to still have that go but those people end up falling into those are the people who come into it at 34 like you're at that age now you're at that age where people around you are going to start getting type 2 diabetes and they're (laughs) going to start dying and shit and you're going to be like oh like like it took even though i heard it every day it wasn't until i'm 50 like oh fuck this really is like this isn't the games this is the cure for the world's most vexing problem now i get it it is also the games and and, and god bless those 25 year old kids who are crushing it but at some point that 25 year old kid's going to be a 35 year old kid and his dad's going to come down with type 2 diabetes and he's going to be like oh shit yeah i think i heard coach attaway say that this thing can also cure type 2 diabetes yeah and they're gonna you know what i mean it's this (laughs) yeah and it's crazy how you don't have to, like you said with the alcohol thing, you don't have to push, don't drink alcohol. You just do CrossFit. Right, and you don't want to do, yeah. You're not going to want to. Right. Yeah, I smoked when I came to CrossFit, and it, and I love smoking, but it literally came down to like, hey, this this can't, this isn't, like I have to choose one. These aren't two aren't compatible. Yeah, no, no. You my need- ex and my current girlfriend can't be together. I got to pick one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it just does everything. What Greg made was incredible. And, oh, I mean, I would love nothing more than him to be back. But, uh, I mean, you know him better than I do. I can't imagine that would ever happen. Seems like well, he sure as fuck ain't going to pay for it. No, no. And I don't know. I can't imagine them giving it back. But at, at some point, like, th- they kind of <laughs> I, – I get this feeling that part of HQ is just like an ostrich. It just wants to put its head in the ground and act like it's not going on. But it's going on. Well, it, it, The revolution, th- there's something going on. And, well, and I and I feel it more than ever now. And it's like, oh, shit, something's happening in the well, community. I don't feel like an investment opportunity either. Like, cross Say that the, again? None of us want to feel like we're just this investment opportunity. For right. Right. So, oh, new guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there is, yeah. yeah. They're doubling down on the rhetoric. But here's the thing, though. Even if they convince all, let's say they convinced all of you guys that, hey, this is just about selling supplements and bringing money-making opportunities. Then you then you're gonna accidentally kill it. Yeah, that, that's why. Like, even if they convince you that they were right, then they're gonna have killed. I, I suspect. May, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe maybe I have too much faith in humanity. But I suspect then they're gonna kill it. It's like um, it's like um, uh, I'm just trying to think. Like when you add too much of something, you ever put like too much dressing on the salad and you fucked yeah. up your salad? It's not a salad anymore. 
or cook your steak too long or yeah. yeah then it's charcoal yeah you fucked it up yeah it's not it's not it's not what it was it's not even a steak nope no ah I'm in my little town here, hoping it all just stays the same. <laughs> yeah, well, well, th- th- that's what's kind of cool about you. Your your gym's off the grid. Yeah, very much. We're it's self-sustained. You and your you and your. Um, I almost feel bad reading Tom's comment because basically what you're doing is is you're you're subsidizing health and fitness for your community. God, dude, you're an amazing co- cop. What a good cop you are. <laughs> trying to be, <laughs> just trying to survive. Yeah, what a good human being you are. That's the goal and incredible people around me. So you ever seen anyone lose a hundred pounds at your gym? No. Um, I haven't honestly in, in the 10 years we've been doing this, we haven't had any morbidly obese folks come in, but I mean, I've seen people come in looking like they go to soccer games and now they look like Xena warrior princess, you know? Wow. Yeah. Lots of that. Let's and be able to do things that they never did. They, they were stepping up on an irrigation box at 12 inches, and now they're jumping on a 30 inch box. Yeah. Um, you, you seen anyone quit drinking soda? Like, yeah. Like, like, been like, dude, I can't fucking believe. Like, like, yeah. I just don't drink soda anymore. Self as well. <laughs> yeah. Yourself as well. Yeah. 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 So it's, it's more of like the things they could do. Like, again, we're not games athletes, but I would say 25% of our members can do a muscle up with 30%, maybe even higher ring muscle up, which I think is pretty cool. You know, you go to a lot of gyms and there's five or six, maybe seven. Um, but it's just, as long as they're getting something out of it every day, you know, a little work, a little harder, push a little harder. Uh, David weed, uh, guys, find yourself someone that uh, loves you as much as Sevon loves cops. <laughs> yeah. They call me a, 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 <laughs> a, 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 what are they? A cop bunny, police you, bunny. You call us enough, don't you? Yeah, all the time. All the time. Uh, yes, um, there's trash in front of my house. It's completely unacceptable. What I was going to ask you about something yesterday about someone calling the cops and someone. I got a funny story about one ridiculousness. Tell me. We had a lady call. It was one of my last nights, and she called and said someone is harassing her, and they put a dead fish in her driveway. Wow. So I walk up, and I look at the dead fish, and it's got four big holes in it. And I hear a bird over my head and I look up and there's an osprey carrying a fish from the, the water over. Oh. And I said, ma'am, I, I think that's what did it. And she goes, nope, that's a different fish. Like, like, I'm thinking he just dropped this one and now he's got that one and uh, insistent on a report. And and, and, and uh, I'll never forget that. I'm like, no shit. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of fun stories like Could that. Could you just take her in for being on meth at that point? <laughs> no, I think I just think she looked out of the blinds a lot, you know, peaked. Yeah. So took a report for her and said, we'll take care of it and moved on. But it was the most fun. What are the odds? You look up and there's another one carrying another fish. Yeah. Perfect timing. Crazy. And with the four holes in it. Yeah. Uh, you, are, have you have you already worked out today? Uh, Yes. Damn. Yeah. I work out. I try to do every day, Monday through Saturday at 4 a.m. And then Sundays I'll work out at 2 when I have a couple of clients come in. Awesome. Well, I, I, I really appreciate you coming on. It's it's long overdue. You're a great dude. That was easy, easy peasy. I appreciate you having me on. Uh, C- CrossFit Oviedo in the city of Oviedo. Uh, David, thanks, man, brother. And uh, and obviously stay in touch. We text. We're in, I feel like we just uh, furthered the friendship. I appreciate you. Anytime. Thank you so much for having me on. All right, dude. And tell Patrick thank you also. I will. Thank you. All right. Ciao.
an abrupt ending to the affiliate series this Saturday. <laughs> as I must take Oh. Avi to tennis. Oh yeah, you're almost late for that. I was just picturing I was picturing uh that guy. <laughs> I was picturing some guy at a pickleball court. Uh, excuse me, miss. Your shirt is way too small. I, I wish Dan I was friends with Danny so I could hear that story. <laughs> I want to see what she was wearing when she got kicked out of the pickleball place. <laughs> Damn. Dude, I can't even fucking talk. You look good. <laughs> your, your color looks good. You look good. Really? I don't even yeah. have a light on or like this is just going through my computer mic right now. <laughs> no, you look good. Hey, I have this show that I want to do that's just fucking war. Mm. What do you mean? I, like just a full like, 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 like the state of Oregon is going to make it so you don't have to fucking um, pass basic literacy competency test for the next five years to graduate from high school. That's just fucking all out war on, and because of black people. That's just an all out war on black people. That's basically the government telling black people you don't have we don't we're not going to require that you read to be able to graduate from high school. They're like it's like just a war <laughs> from fucking the liberals on black people. And I got like a hundred things like that I want to talk about. It's just a fuck I don't understand how anyone thinks that that's okay. It's fucking we live in clown world, dude. Oh my god. Shit's nuts. I would fucking it, I wanted to do the million man fucking black man march on fucking Portland. Portland's gone. Portland and Seattle are gone. We should just write that off. Just let it burn. Let it have it. The fuck are they doing? And you and I should just move to a different state. They straight up say it's because of fucking colored people. That's what they say. That's the word. Yeah, because you can't attack it. It's all about the packaging. Think about every every bill that comes out. That the politics do the that they probably spend more time packaging it in a word salad that you can't question, even if you don't even you even if you're just trying to figure out what it is, right? I mean, think about like the one that comes to mind is like the "Don't Say Gay" bill, or like are you oh, pro choice or are you pro life? Yeah, right? like you package yeah, Portland's it in a crazy way. racist. You package it in a way that it can't even be questioned because if you the the, the simple fact of you saying hey like what is this like what well, who who benefits from this and why are we doing this they, oh you're racist what why would you say that they're the want, fucking racists they're the fucking racist of course you're 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 it's like it's like fucking um uh, uh, uh throwing a black man off a cliff and then saying well we did it because the lions were coming we're saving him from the lions but we threw him off the okay i have to go but but uh, I, i'm ready to fucking i'm i got a whole i'm ready to fucking <laughs> on, on the show Okay, I love you. Uh, get healthy. Everyone, uh, talk to you uh, maybe later today if, if Susan can do a show. <laughs> Can't do a yeah. show. Bye.